cave without it. I'll be there with the hammers of justice. And make no mistake, I will fucking kill you. It's not who I am underneath, but what I do. God, now you want to get nuts? Come on, let's get nuts. Let's dance, bozo. Hello and welcome to Gotham City Limits, your premier podcast for all things Batman. He is Vengeance, he's the Knight, I'm M, that's Autumn. I hope I'm saying it in time. Uh, (laughs) I'm recording this on Nia's Wi-Fi and it's been cutting out a lot, so... (laughs) Okay, well... (laughs) You edit this, so it's not my fucking problem. It's gonna be my problem. Looking forward to that. Uh, uh, I heard you read Batman. Batman. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, since we were covering the Demon's Quest, uh, those are two parter. I ended up reading a couple classic ep- issues of Batman, um, starting with Daughter of the Demon, um, which is Batman two thirty two from June of nineteen seventy one. Uh, that's like a whole little like stretch where basically is like straight adapted into this episode. They cut out a bunch of middle shit as people were running around and stuff, but kind of the first, the beginning and end of the story is all just this episode. Um, yeah. And then I ended up what, yeah. reading uh, Son of the Demon again, which I had not read in a while, which is just a wild book. <laughs> that's the, uh, that's the like kind of Elseworlds, kind of not one, right? That's the like to the side of canon thing. I have no idea how it sits in canon, but it's the one where uh, Talia and Ra- and Batman get married and he just becomes Roz's like secondhand man for a while as Roz is like, I need to fight another. I need to fight Kane, but it's spelled K-A-Y-Q-A-Y-I-N <laughs> like uh, like because fake Asian because that's how these stories go. Um, who Who was his like. He basically in the role Batman's in now, it's like he was the guy I was going to like trust to run my empire when I'm gone. Um, And he turned out to be super, super evil, even compared to Raj al Ghul. Uh, And uh, that's the one where uh, Batman and Talia get married and they fuck and she gets pregnant. And then she tells Batman she lost the baby and turns out, no, she didn't. She gives it away to an orphanage, though. Apparently, at some point, 40 years later, no, she didn't. She raised it as her own. Um, Right. Um, yeah, I've, I've read Daughter of the Demon. I have not read Son of the Demon, so. Okay. <laughs> it's good. It's just, it's just a bunch of, like, Batman is like a, it's like, ah, uh, Batman's teaching the the League of Shadows how to fight without killing, but Batman's just, like, hanging around like he's a fucking warlord with, like, his cape off, uh, just in Batman costume, <laughs> but, like, at the head of, like, a fucking army of guys. It's weird. It's just a weird book. <laughs> Who's the artist on that? This cover is weird looking. Is that what the inside looks like, too? uh no it's just kind of i don't know this person yeah it is not um the interior just looks like a comic of its era okay Uh, let's see if i can find some good um here here's like a a page from this oh 80s comics okay yeah just an (laughs) 80s ass 80s comic um man the thing about 80s comics is that batman is wearing the outfit i like him to wear the best (laughs) yes yes while doing this bullshit. <laughs> yes. Um, 
yeah, it's just really weird to see him walk around like that. Um, there's a bunch of stuff about like Batman's sad because like Kane's parents were killed. That's why he's like more vengeful and he's like, oh, my parents were killed and I know what it's like. So I share some kinship with him. But Kane's like a giant guy who like squeezes people to death like a Bond villain. So do you, I just noticed well, I, have to, I have to send you the actual best panel of Son of the Demon. Okay. Uh, this fucking splash page is incredible. That's oh, it. this That's rocks. <laughs> yes. It's just like a it's like a three color Batman silhouette that like profile that like fades into Bruce Wayne thinking about his parents being murdered. It's just really good. Um, I'm I'm trying to find this out now because um, I clicked on Mike W. Barr, the writer, um, and apparently he's best known for writing Star Trek. But I doesn't say here what episodes he's written. And I would love to know. But he wrote he wrote for TNG DS9. Vo- and Voyager, it looks like. Well, here we go. Um, oh, he's known for writing Star Trek novels and comics. Oh, that's boring. <laughs> yes. There's like a whole legacy of Star Trek comics that seem like the most unhinged things that you could ever possibly read. At some point, I'm going to dig in. Because um, <laughs> you Star Trek writers already have like a nebulous idea of how Star Trek works. It's only held together by like editorial mandate that like combs over it, makes it all make sense. And then you give that to the comics people mm-hmm. don't give a fuck. And they're writing in the <laughs> 70s, the 80s, where they extra don't give a fuck. Right? <laughs> Yeah, these days it's all very in-house, makes sense, and it's coherent. But that was not the case when they started. They get, I guess. um, Have you seen any of this stuff about? I think IDW is now putting out a series that's like the sequel to DS Nine or something. Um, Um, I'm curious how that sits alongside the book sequel to DS Nine and the other bits of Star Trek that are DS Nine adjacent. I I think from reading a press release, not one goddamn bit. (laughs) Okay, you haven't finished DS Nine yet, right? No, no. Okay, I've got that's fine. Ten episodes less left of TNG, and then once I finish season seven of TNG, I will go back to just watching the rest of DS9. The problem is that season seven of TNG mm-hmm. uh, has been pretty hit or miss. I will say. <laughs> Yeah, um, this is. I feel like this is every season seven of most Star Treks. Uh, eh, the you know the good ones have DS9 been really okay. good, but uh, the bad yeah. ones, oof. The thing about DS9 is that it spends its last 10 episodes in, like, one long sequential story. It just goes full, uh, like, you know, modern television, briefly. Um, (laughs) But season seven of TNG, everyone's working on the fucking movie. Nobody cares. Uh, They know they're over. They've used all the good scripts. There's, like, a couple things that are standouts, but it's mostly pretty mid. Yeah. I I so powerfully checked out uh, during, like data's secret mom episode that like even though the episodes since then have been better um like i just did wharf in a weird time loop thing um that was really good oh that one's great that one's that's a classic episode to me um i think that's the one i watched most recently but season seven of tng so far in my brain is just sitting as like yeah data's got a secret mom i don't know whatever who cares um let me ask you about the famous bad episodes of tng that i love but everyone else derides um masks how do you feel about masks uh i'm gonna look at a list of episodes real quick um just so i can i think you've seen that one already maybe you haven't i'm sure i have i just have to get like a little synopsis here we go list of episodes masks um oh god of course it doesn't have a oh this one's fun do people not like this no People are 
people are crazy. This one's fun. <laughs> um. Oh, you just watch masks. Damn. Right. Yeah. Um. How do you feel about uh rascals? Rascals. I'm doing my. Control. That's where everyone's turning to kids. Oh, Guinan that one's Rolera that one's a little hokey, but I like it. There, I love it. I love it. <laughs> um, I think any any complaints I have about it are like those kid actors aren't as good as like the main cast, but it's like I don't know, whatever, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sub Rosa, Beverly Crusher, Fuck Ghost. Have uh, you seen that one yet? N- um, I know about the, <laughs> um. I guess is I'm, that a late season seven episode? Damn! It's like I midway through. That was five or six. It's midway through season seven, so okay, okay. Because the 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 what after yeah. it, it looks you've like got is some you've got decks. some of the some great bad episodes of Star Trek coming up, and some genuinely good episodes. Yeah, you've also got one of the worst episodes of Star Trek coming up. So you know. <laughs> um. Yeah, we should talk about Batman, I guess. <laughs> okay, fine. Let me uh, pull it back up. I've uh, okay. Our episode this week is the Demon's Quest, uh, written by uh, Dennis O'Neill, Part One, teleplay by Len Wein, Part Two, story by Dennis O'Neill and Len Wein, directed by Kevin Altieri. This aired May third and fourth, nineteen ninety three. I think I could probably do this one in five sentences, like in the old days. Back when I tried. Oh, yeah, probably. This foot nothing happens in part two. <laughs> it's all in part one. Um, okay, sentence one. Robin is in, is abducted, and uh I mean I'm gonna say Rachel Ghoul. I've never been clear on how to say this, but this is how they say it in the episode, yeah. so I'm gonna say Rache. So yeah. sentence one. Um Robin is abducted, and mysteriously Rachel Ghoul is like Oh, hey, Batman, isn't it so crazy? Talia was just abducted, too. Can, can you want to come help me out with this? And Batman's like, okay. Um, sentence two. They go to... They go on some adventures. Uh, the show does a little bit of uh, racism about um, other cultures. Um, and it's very obvious that, uh, like, Batman suspects that Raish is actually the one who's kidnapped them. Sentence three. They catch up with Robin... Um, and they get him free. Sentence four. Um, Raish dies, and they throw him in the Lazarus pits, and he goes crazy, and he tries to kill Talia, but then he calms down because she uh, slaps him like a woman would. Um, and Batman leaves, escapes. Um, sentence five. Batman decides to foil Raish's evil plan, and he does it. (laughs) That's basically it. Pretty plot light because it's just like it it's it's the most like Batman does an Indiana Jones adventure story. Uh and it's really fucking good, but it's like kind of plot light. <laughs> um uh I was I was surprised at how much this is just like a straightforward adaptation of um the comic itself. And it, it makes sense because both were written by Denny O'Neill, but um was surprised by how little is changed from the comic to this episode. Yeah. Yeah. They, they just put the episode, they put the comic on screen and that part's like, that's the thing that works. Um, the thing that, the thing that's, it's in the, it's in the original comics, I guess, whatever. Um, if I was Robin, I'd fucking quit after this episode. <laughs> 
I mean, Robin does what a quit chump. halfway through this. <laughs> what a chump. What a loser. Robin sucks so much. He just immediately gets owned and then spends like the entire episode being like, oh, Batman's going to come save me. And then Batman's like, yeah, I got I've upgraded to a hot lady. Sorry. Get out of here. I've got kid. Talia now. <laughs> yeah. No, but like Robin does quit because like halfway through, like Batman's like, all right, I'm going to go stop uh, Raish's evil plan. You just hang out in the chopper and like pick me up when I'm done, I guess. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's so fucking funny the way that uh, Robin just stops being in the part two almost entirely. <laughs> yeah, he's just a fucking dweeb. Like this, this version of Robin sucks. Yeah. Uh, we're we're like rapidly approaching, you know, new ideas for Robin. Um, and I'm excited for Tim it. Tim Drake is coming and he's going to be so much better. Yeah, he's he's a weird Tim Drake, but yes. Yeah. Um, I mostly think of uh, when I say Tim Drake is going to be so much better. I'm mostly thinking about Return of the Joker, um, to be honest, mm. which is like weird. It's a weird story to do with Tim Drake. And I like it a lot. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, just the way the show handles Tim Drake is weird because they mush him and Jason Todd together into like a single character, right? Um, um, but yeah, if but, you, um, this Roz episode, just if a, you want to watch, if, you go, you go. Sorry, we are talking over each other because of our horrible internet problems. We're gonna get Nia better Wi-Fi this year. I don't understand why this has not been fixed. I don't either. Run the long big cord. <laughs> anyway, what were you gonna say? Um, I was going to say, um, it's weird that Roz just shows up, and this is like a thing in the comics when I was reading too. I'm like, they just invent Talia, and then a couple of those, a couple issues later, invent Roz to show up and be like one of the key Batman guys. He doesn't show up that often, but I think of him as like mm-hmm. the the global Batman villain. Like, there's all the there's all the Gotham villains. He's the global Batman villain, right? Yeah, totally. Um, and it's so weird to see that pop up and it already be like in his initial thing be framed as this very cool guy uh, who just is right too much, wants to blow everyone up and thus Batman could join him, but will stop him instead. It's really funny uh, <laughs> because what Batman like Batman's last line in part one or maybe no, it's partway through part two. But um, it's like Batman says <laughs> His plan to restore, like, balance to the ecology has to be stopped. Or something so, like, like, Roz is just the most right but too much guy ever because he wants to, Mm -hmm. like, um, I mean, he's wanting to do the same, like, Thanos, like, kill half the population shit, uh, which is boring, and I don't know why comics keep going back to this well, but, um, like, the, the just wanting to, um, like restore like balance the ecology as batman says it's just really funny for this to be the thing that batman is so upset about yeah i don't understand why ecoterrorism is such a common batman villain thing i guess it's like the 90s right and this is this is the era of like captain planet and environmentalism but not too much you can't actually do anything important don't blow things up that's too far (laughs) um is it supposed to be like Batman represents like Gotham and big city living and like pollution. And so like, I, I guess it feels like a reach though, you know? I mean, for me, it's always been like the allure is that Batman 
Batman is like a character that like is self-defined, limited to only doing so much. He fights crime and Roz comes in with a, a promise of a bigger stage and a bigger ambition. Like, what if you could reshape the world? Mm-hmm. Um, Like on some level, he's like the the like anti like the, the arguments that Superman makes. Roz is like the the ideological opposite of that. Right. It's like right. you must dream bigger. You must accomplish more. Um, Why be so small? Um. Uh, of course, he he's Ra's al Ghul, so he looks like that. So he's clearly the most evil man who's ever lived. Like he's voiced by David <laughs> Warner. David Warner's never voiced a good character in his life. It's really funny that like he so he wears the demon's mask um, when he kidnaps um, Robin at the start, and then when he like walks out, but he does not put up any resistance as Batman just takes the demon mask off. He's like, "We all know you're the evil guy. You don't have to dress up like yes. the evil guy. We all know." Yes. <laughs> Um, uh, it's also weird that like he and Talia are like they're like the the enlightened like exotic characters. Yeah, Roz is like very weirdly racialized. Um, but I mean, you know, I guess in theory he is like an Arabic man with a British education, right? Like he's, he's fucking David Warner voicing him. Like, yeah. Um, and his manservant is a big Arab guy who talks like an Arab guy, right? Yeah. He's just doing like he's just doing like racist like uh you know thick accent brutish shit. And then you have Talia who's like coming in just to be like the big titty Bruce Tim girl but um is wearing <laughs> like I I'm going to say like a, a a insensitive stereotype of how like Arab people might dress. <laughs> You know, yeah. Um, she's in. She's in like the sexy belly dancer Halloween costume. Yes, absolutely. There we go. <laughs> um, and she's like exoticized, but by that I mean her hair's over her eye, and she speaks with an accent, and she's like three shades darker than everyone else. But like by that I mean she has a tan. Yeah, yeah. She is um, not like a, they're, a they're brown like... woman in the way that like Catwoman's often depicted modern stuff. You know. Yeah, there there are episodes of the show where like. Poison Ivy has like darker skin than Talia Al Ghul does here, <laughs> yeah. you know. It's yeah, weird. But they definitely play up the part where Batman's on an adventure in like magical Middle Eastern world, um, with all the accoutrement that comes with. A- he fights a fucking panther. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird. It's also funny because, um, like in the in the comic version of this story, um, like. The the chemistry between Batman and Talia is a little more played up, but mm-hmm. this is a kid's show, so that's, like, not there at all. And so he kisses her at the end, but it feels so perfunctory just because, oh, we we put a, like, buxom Bruce Tim girl in the show, and it's a, like, you know... And that kiss is, like, lifted directly from the comic. That's how the comic ends, right? Yeah, like, totally, but, it did, like, the tone of the show just doesn't sell yeah. the kiss at all. It feels it feels so weird, yes. especially because they do the well, big kiss. Well, this Batman kiss, is just so rises. aggressively set... Mm. Go ahead. <laughs> like, they do the big kiss, the sun rises, and then Batman just, like, kind of walks away without saying anything, and it's not... It doesn't play off as like cowboy riding in the sunset. It just sound, it just plays like Batman is a robot person. <laughs> yeah. Um this Batman being especially sexless really like Talia is interesting in the way she's introduced in the 70s Batman because 70s Batman fucks. Right. Um 
And Talia shows up and she knows who he is and she thinks both parts of that are fucking hot. Yeah. Right. Like, it's just like he gets everything he could ever want. There's no compromise like, oh, she doesn't know my identity. She thinks Batman's hot. She thinks Bruce Wayne's hot. No, whole package. She understands who he is. Um, She's capable and competent. Um, and she's drawn like a seventies hot lady. So like, she's like the most smoking lady in comics, mm-hmm. right? Just how they do this. Um, in, in the, in the, in the, 70, the comic seventies, she's just constantly like draped over something. She's like the, you know, the idea of like an action woman made real. Um, <laughs> it's ridiculous that this, this show could never, yeah. cause all the women are drawn the exact same way. Um, yeah. And uh, that the, this, this show just can't sell that kind of character. Right. No. Um, the show like the show honestly puts so much more effort last time into like sexualizing uh barbara gordon like she's like more of a character whereas like talia al ghul in this is just kind of like kind of a mannequin you know like she barely gets any lines um i guess i guess like there's the other episodes that she shows up in or the other episode of this show that she shows up in but like i think you know, Batman is just stiff and wooden in that one too, so that it doesn't work here. Yes. <clears throat> um, I'm sending you the panel from uh, the the comic. That's the end shot of this episode. Yeah, like it's just immediately much more like pulp adventure comics. Um, they draw this Batman so like gnarly and hairy when he's got his shirt off. Yeah, in a way that's really funny to me. Um, it was also there's funny a, there's you were... a different kind of masculinity on display. <laughs> when you were reading through this, you tweeted out um, my favorite panel from this whole our uh, arc in the comics is um, Batman just kind of like sitting casually with his legs crossed on the plane, thinking about his dead parents yes. or whatever. <laughs> yes, yes. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's very weird the ways in which this comic gets translated because I just don't think they can do it. Um, and you, they'll grow into being able to do this. That's the thing that's wild to me, right? Uh-huh. Like, if this was a Justice League episode, they would have all the stuff that the comic has that this is missing. Right. Um, but even so, I mean, the the sword fight's incredible. It's so much better than the comic. The comic's literally like three panels. <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally. Um, I... <laughs> When he starts, look at this. I'm gonna send, I'm gonna send you this uh, image. Look at this berserk ass paneling of uh, Batman and Talia. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> this really is just berserk. Oh my god! Yeah. Um. Yeah. When Batman starts sword fighting with um Ubu, I was like, ah, whatever. And then he starts sword fighting with Ra's al Ghul, and I'm like, fuck yeah, let's fucking go. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and he does it on stairs. S for stairs. It's for this so episode. cool. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, this episode is really good. I th- I like Roz as a villain. I think he's really interesting. He brings something that no one else does. Um, I think the eco-terrorism angle is like a little tired, but that's just a sign of the times the show is made in. Yeah. Because they like four different villains have this exact same motivation. It's just not interesting to me. <clears throat> Yeah, I think it's, like, easy for me to come on this uh, podcast and kind of, like, complain, because that's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff to complain about, honestly, but in the moment of watching the show, Mm. I really just enjoyed this episode with my whole heart, you know? Um, It's great. Mm. Yeah. 
do you have anything else or should we just uh, wrap it up? We have so many internet problems today. It's like impossible to do this podcast. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I was like, yeah, we could goof off, but we'll just be talking over each other a bunch. So let's just wrap it up. Yeah. Okay. Um, next week we are watching, uh, fire from Olympus, um, and read my lips. I think I know which one read my lips is. I don't think I know which one fire from Olympus is off the top of my head, but that's fine. Uh, fire from Olympus is the Maxi Zeus introduction. Episode, oh, okay. Okay. Which is a weird... I don't actually know what... Ma- we'll talk about it next yeah. week. I don't want to get into it. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter at Autumnal underscore coffee. You can find me on co-host at Autumnal over there. I've been doing big posts every week where I gather up all the shows that we've recorded in the past uh, seven days and put them there. So if you want to find out all the stuff we're doing, that's a great place to do it. Another place you could go is exportaud.io. That takes you to the Patreon page, where for a dollar a month, you get this podcast early, as well as a bunch of others. For $5 a month, you get um, Pop Town Funk and um, uh, 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 Coffee and Comic Books. Rick and I just recorded... um, the second episode of our Billy Back coverage, um, episodes three and four are going to be behind that paywall. So if you want to hear Rick and I talk about Billy Bat, and you should because it's fucking good, <laughs> um, you'll have to give us $5. So, yeah. Okay. You can find me on Twitter at EM underscore being. I'm on coast EM dash being, but I'm not really on coast much these days. Um, all my podcasts are normalmapping.com. You should listen to Around the Long Fire, which is me and uh, Neve uh, reading Icelandic sagas every week. We just finished Lex De La Saga. It's fucking rules. Um, it has an adventure in it, not unlike Batman's adventure with Rajah Ghoul in this episode. Um, <laughs> it's very good. People should check it out. Uh, we often talk about movies and bullshit there. Um, you do. I love that's, that's my favorite oh, part. <laughs> I was just saying that's my favorite <laughs> yeah. part. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, this podcast comes out most Mondays when we uh, record it. Uh, you know, things happen. Mm-hmm. And sometimes technology gets in the way like today. Um, you can get it a week early at Export Audio at ExportAudio.io. You should give them $5. All their podcasts are good. Uh, a lot of the new ones recently have been exceptional. So that's my pitch. I, I'm just saying, as someone who gives Export Audio money, you should also give Export Audio money. Um, you can support up Norm Mapping too, but everyone knows about that. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> And we'll be advertising pods that you're going to be on soon. You're going to be on something very soon. Yeah. That'll be exciting. So people already know what it is. You're coming on for Titanic. It'll be great. Yeah. I'm fucking um, excited about that. Yeah. Uh, okay. That's it. Until next time. Batman. Batman. <laughs> just, just 10 seconds later. <laughs> no, it was, it was, but it was, it was more prolonged than it ever should have been. I'm hitting stop.